In John 6.35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Now, of course, Jesus is bringing up or conjuring up the image of the story in Exodus 16 when Israel has been rescued from Egypt. Keep in mind, they were slaves for many years. God rescues them, brings them through the Red Sea, which is parted, and then it comes crashing down onto Pharaoh and his army, and the people of Israel are rescued, and then they find themselves in Exodus 16 in the wilderness, and they are hungry. And they begin to grumble. They begin to get real hangry, if you will. Um, and and they're, they're actually confused and wondering, how are we going to eat? And they begin to talk to Moses and to Aaron and say, we should have just stayed in Egypt. Because at least there, our bellies were full. So why are we here? And so then God, out of his deep care and love for his people, says, I'm going to rain down bread from heaven. And here's what you're going to do. Every morning you're going to come out of your tents and you're going to see that there is bread on the ground and you are going to store it up just for the day. You don't need to get leftovers. You don't need to have enough for the week. No, every single day, just get enough for that day. As if God is wanting to show them that, that their relationship, that the people of Israel and their relationship to God is to be based on an economy of abundance. That under God's care and provision, there is always enough. There is always enough. And so this fear of scarcity and often the greed and the hoarding that comes with that anxiety doesn't need to be there. Because God will always take care of them. His life is one of abundance. And so that's what happens, and that's what they do. And so Jesus then comes onto the scene, and he begins to, to tell this story of himself in light of that story. And we see the Exodus 16 story casting a shadow all over John 6. At the beginning of that chapter, Jesus feeds the 5,000. 5,000 people with only five loaves and two fishes. And so all of a sudden, people are, are, trying to, are starting to wonder who this Jesus is. And so they start to find him, and, and these Jews actually find him, and, and, and they say... Like, who are you? And Jesus, in 632, he says, well, I assure you, it wasn't Moses who gave the bread from heaven to you, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. These people are wondering, who are you? And if you are the one whom God has sent, then what are you going to do to show us that you are, in fact, the bread from heaven? Because really feeding 5,000 people with only five loaves and two fish apparently isn't enough um, for them. And so he says, the bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven. And they like what they hear and they say, how can we get more of that? And so we come back to where we started in John 6.35 and he says, well, I am the bread of life. And whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. And so then it's confusing. The Jews around them grumble and they say, well, how is that possible unless we're to eat the flesh? Eat your flesh and drink your blood. And Jesus says precisely. And so he ups the ante on them in verses um, 53 through 58. 
He says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink, and whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. As the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. And so Jesus' followers, upon hearing this, actually are so confused and frustrated that many begin to leave. They say this is too hard to understand. This is too hard to accept. And then Jesus looks at those who remain and say, well, what about you? Will you not go also? And those who remain say, well, where else can we go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. And I think about this communion table, and I think that's the question that we're, that's raised for me, is where else can we go? The beautiful thing about Advent is that in the arrival of Jesus, we are given the very nourishment of God. Jesus himself is the bread of life. As we come into the season of celebrating the arrival of God himself in the person of Jesus, we are celebrating God giving his very self for us. And I don't know where you are this morning, maybe you feel empty. Maybe you feel like the Israelites in the wilderness, wondering if you can just get something to get through the next few hours, the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year. And you're wondering, and you're grumbling. Well, to that, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Well, maybe you feel thirsty. Maybe you come into this place this morning and you feel spiritually parched in all the ways in which you're trying to actually acquire some sense of closeness with God some sense of, of, of that thirst being quenched and it's just not working. Well, to that, Jesus says, eat my flesh and drink my blood and I will abide in you and you will have life. And see, here's the good news about Jesus giving himself to us is there's enough. That God's economy is one of abundance. The bread and the wine that symbolize his very life say that he is enough. There is enough for you and for me, for your neighbor, for the stranger, for your friend, for your enemy. The life of Jesus is given to us, and because it's his life, it is enough. And so in this Advent season, in the arrival of God's very nourishment and life, there is enough life for us so that we might be filled. And then the, the question that we need to ask is, well, where else can we go? If this is truly what satisfies, why go anywhere else than actually feasting on the very life of Jesus, the very life that God gives to us through his Son?